0: This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've gone through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today, I'm super, super, super excited to have with me Jennifer Kelly. Jennifer, thank you for being with me.
1: Thanks for inviting me, Nikki.
0: It is so my pleasure. So, Jennifer, I'm going to give you the mic to introduce yourself. Who are you and where are you from and how do you stay busy during the day?
1: Oh, my. Okay. So my name is Jennifer Kelly. I am from Seattle, Washington. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous area. I, I'm a fertility coach right now. Um, and I, gosh, to stay busy, what do I not do to stay busy? Uh, <laughs> it depends on the season, really. Um, I love being outdoors. Um, a lot of my time is spent regardless of whether it's raining or sunny, um, outdoors as much as possible, um, whether that's working, whether that's playing, um, love being out, especially like fall time with kids. We like to play in the leaves and go hiking and do, do all the stuff outdoors, um, so, yeah, I try and make sure that uh, a lot of my time is filled with being outside in nature. I love it. Be calm. <laughs> I, love it.
0: I love that. It's just so the best, the best. I have to say, being new to Los Angeles, being able to be outside pretty much 24 um, 7. So, changing topics a lot. Jennifer, this is a podcast <laughs> about going through absolute caca yeah would you please summarize for us just give us a sense of what you went through and what was the worst part
1: so mm, this goes this starts way back when i was 21 um actually goes back even further than that so when i was a kid you know our us being females it's typical that we are raised to find a man (laughs) Uh, who can provide for you and the family. There's nothing that's said about compatibility. There's nothing that's said about a man treating you right. It's usually just, can they hold down a job and take care of the family and keep a roof over the head while you raise the kids at home, right? So um, (laughs) that's where it started for me is when I was a kid. Um, And then fast forward to 21 Um, I met my now ex, um, and me being an empath, apparently we like to attract narcissists. So that's exactly what I did. Um, I, I attracted a narcissist, um, and let's just say I was a completely different person after the end of that 11 year relationship, um. I started out very, like, my personality is just very, like, joyful and bubbly, and I just smile a lot, and I like being happy. I love being happy. I get really uncomfortable, actually, when people aren't happy. So I try to, like, do what I can, right? Smile at strangers, um, you know, just have that kind of happy vibe. Yeah. That's just where I'm comfortable. So that's where I started when I met my ex. Over the years, that kind of started... I, I started kind of forming this, like, cloud over my head, right? So, it started... It was, like, a little gray at first, the first couple years. We had kids. Um, we had two kids together about five years into the relationship um, was when we had our first one. And then things started getting even worse. And... Um, You know, it's just that, that kind of thing where I basically lost myself. I ended up, I was 30 years old. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what the heck I was doing in my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I was put on this earth for. I really felt like I was going through a midlife crisis at 30 years old. Um, And I really think that that journey, those 11 years, that, that progressiveness of, like, losing myself and just putting everything into, like, making sure my uh, fiancé was happy and my kids were happy, putting myself last, he was never happy, and every time I... um every time I said anything to him about, Hey, you know, I am not, I I don't like this, you know, simple things like, Hey, can you come eat dinner with us? Me and the kids. Cause you know, that's kind of what families do. Usually Um, it would always be turned around on me. Like I'm the one that's not happy. So maybe I'm the one with the problem and he shouldn't have to fix it. So um, you know, after being met with stuff like that for so many years, you get really depressed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, by the time I was 30, oh gosh, I was 31. Uh, when I finally said, I'm out of here. I can't do this anymore. I was a completely different person. I was not myself. And I was like kind of on the verge of like if this is going to be my life I don't want it I hear you you. something drastic has to change yeah so you know I essentially allowed him to change me um and the unfortunate part was he wasn't happy either he was just not admitting it
0: (laughs) That's That's really rough two people being unhappy yeah that's a really rough one.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's something that I am like, I am adamant that I'm going to teach my kids, right? That people need to respect you. They need to treat you, you know, like they actually love you. <laughs> um, and you're going to have disagreements, of course, but they should never, ever, ever make it seem like your opinions and your wants and your needs are your problem, and they shouldn't have to, um, you know, they shouldn't have to take that into consideration. So, yeah,
0: yeah. what uh, you do sounds like absolute caca.
1: Yeah, it was. I, I I was I was shocked actually at the end of the eleven years at how much of a how much I've changed. Yeah, and I knew. Especially after I started doing a lot of self-development stuff and being like, oh my gosh, yeah, I need to get back into my, my me, (laughs) my, my real self. I, I knew, I mean, it was kind of scary. It's kind of scary thinking back now, um, how many years I spent with this dark cloud over my head. I was depressed. I pushed all my friends and family away. Um, i was faking a smile for my kids every day i had no energy to play with them i it was yeah it was beyond i mean i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy really i hear that.
0: you i hear you well let's let's make a transition to where you are now so what you went through loss of self loss of it sounds like even your your very identity yeah and also going through an abusive relationship and eventually a divorce. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about where you are now because it takes such a warrior to get to that other side of of everything that you're describing, much less the totality of all of it. So what is the best thing about being where you are now on that other side? The best thing.
1: Oh my gosh, the best thing is being me again and loving the crap out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so freeing. Um, not caring, and I say this in a good way. Not caring what anybody else thinks. <laughs> yeah. Right, because I was, I was living my life to make him happy, and I w- was, I was not part of that equation. I was, I was allowing you know, what he wanted to be, what drove my actions and my feelings and my self-worth, right? So now that I know, hey, I'm a worthy person, I'm allowed to be happy, and I'm not expecting anybody else to do that for me, right? That is all, that's, that's all me. So if I'm not happy, I need to go within and think about, what it is that I'm either not allowing myself to do, or maybe you know, maybe I'm slipping back into my old ways, which you know, I've caught myself a couple times, sure. Um, you know, and it's but now I'm self aware, right? So, self awareness is a big key. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to do, I really did have to do a lot of inner work to be able to get here. And I had to, I had to give myself permission to focus on me because women were so good at, you know, Oh, we need to be the caretakers for family. We need to get be make sure everybody else is okay first. And then we can, but that's not, that's not how it works. If you don't have, that's that not better, how it works. Yeah. If you don't have that, that inner drive and happiness, you can't provide anything like that for anybody else. Right? So now that I have that and I know my source of happiness is within me, now I can be myself and I can go out and I can smile at strangers and it's a real smile and they can feel it. Right? So they can feel that happy, like bubbly energy and yep. you know gosh it makes me so ah, it's awesome it makes me so happy that I can be able to do that because you know this this day and age we've we're inundated with crap
0: <laughs> the news wow. I mean
1: there's always something going on you know there's always frustrations you've got rush hour traffic frustrating you your boss is nagging you for something your yep. spouse is nagging your kids you know but if, you know, if you can just do that inner work and find that source of happiness within, oh my gosh, it's friggin' amazing.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, it is friggin' amazing. Yes. So Jennifer, we're going to get now to the, the question of the podcast, which is what is one piece of advice... That you would give to women who are in crisis right now who are going through something like what you went through at the darkest time and you didn't know how you were going to get through it what is one piece of advice that you would give to those women
1: oh my gosh one so the most impactful for me was actually realizing that i had control and that i could change and Um, how do I put this to where I'm, I'm trying not to go off on a tangent because, (laughs) um, you know, there's so many things that, that, that can mean to somebody. Right. So, so when I was at my deepest darkest and I was eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream every day because I was just like hating my life and I wanted something sweet (laughs) in my life you know what I mean
0: yes Uh, I
1: (laughs) knowing that I had the ability to change within me even though I was scared of change Mm -hmm. I didn't know what change meant a lot of times, I would tell myself it's too scary to change because God, what if it gets worse mm-hmm. than it is now, right? yeah but um so one of one of the biggest key things that helped me was doing um tapping, so EFT. is absolutely incredible for changing your mindset. Um, And so that allowed me to take more steps to be able to pull my head out of the cloud and be like, all right, this is what I got to do, right? So, you know, if you got to plan it out, you got to plan to leave (laughs) if you're like me and I was sucked in. You know, he was sole provider. I had kids. How am I going to leave with kids? I didn't even have like a steady income because I was home taking care of the kids. So that, that very first thing that I did though, was I practiced emotional freedom technique, that tapping every single day, multiple times a day, because I absolutely had to change my mindset. Had to. Yes. No way around it. Yes.
0: That is so helpful and so concrete. And I have read about tapping and EFT and the incredible benefits that it can have. And all you have to do is try it. All you have to do is try it, say that you'll try it for a day. And after that you'll try it for three days or whatever it is. And um, we have to wrap up, but what I would love to emphasize and what I think is a gift of this conversation that we've had, Jennifer, is that, you you did the work it does actually take work and mm-hmm. most people including me before doing engaging in a lot of personal development don't really know what that looks like how do i change my mindset what is a mindset in the first place and how would i actually what steps would i take to actually make that happen well there are many professionals whose job it is and whose expertise it is to help us develop personally to help us identify our mindset and then shift it and change it. And the light, what you're talking about, the the happiness that you feel now and the wow. and the responsibility that you took to do the work to get to that place of joy and that place of happiness, it's right next to you. It's mm-hmm. right next to you waiting for you. And once you claim it, it's yours. And it's yours. podcast like every single guest that I have had on this podcast is living proof that it's right there. And it take, it can take time, but it is right there. It's there for you. So with that, um, Jennifer, I want to thank you for being my guest and ask, where can we find you online? You mentioned that you have your own business. You are a fertility coach. And I know that the work that you do, I, pers- I, I know, well, not personally, because I didn't work with you as a fertility <laughs> coach, but I know that the work that you do is amazing. So tell us where we can find you.
1: Yeah. You can find me online at jenniferkellycoaching.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Jennifer Kelly Coaching. Uh, If you have any questions about fertility, uh, if you have friends or family that are dealing with fertility struggles, um, feel free to send me a message. I'd love to chat with you. Thank you, Nikki. I appreciate it. Absolutely,
0: Jennifer. Thank you. And this is Nikki Bruno with Jennifer Kelly on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more ideas about how to stage an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.